This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome, one and all, to the latest edition of The Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. Coming up on today's podcast, the latest on the injury report, and you actually have a team in the Texans that has been as p- plagued by injuries as the Browns have. They're the two most injury-plagued teams in the NFL this year, so it's fitting that they're playing each other in the first round. We'll talk a lot to get it to with the matchup. I'll make the official pick on the uh, podcast on Thursday, but a lot inside of the matchup, who may play, who may not play this week. That's all coming up, uh, including some big news on Browns kicker Dustin Hopkins. Also, Mike Vrabel fired by the Tennessee Titans. Another coach opening there. But what should Ohio State be doing right now about Mike Vrabel? That's all coming up on today's edition of the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. Get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square. All right, let's uh, start it off looking at the, the latest point spreads from Bet Rivers on our sports book right now. The Browns, which is the first game of the postseason, are a two and a half point favorite. Over the Houston Texans, that line is bounced from anywhere from one and a half to three. Right now at two and a half. The Saturday night game, the Chiefs are a four-point favorite over the Miami Dolphins, expected to be bitter cold in Kansas City. Sunday triple header, the Bills host the Steelers in the first game there in a 2-7 matchup. The Bills are a 10-point favorite at home against Pittsburgh. The 4-30 game on Sunday has the Cowboys as a seven and a half point favorite, NFC East champs over the Packers, and the Sunday night game has the Lions, the champs of the NFC North, as a three-point favorite over the Rams, and finally, the worst game of wildcard weekend, Monday night football, the Buccaneers, the champs of the NFC South, and Baker Mayfield hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are a three-point road favorite. Who's going to win all the games? Well, I'll give you some official picks on Sunday, but let's dive deeper now into the game we care most about, and that's the Browns and Texans. First of all, today was the first day of practice for both teams getting ready for the big matchup on Saturday afternoon. Uh, The calendar's a little different this week. Usually uh, Tuesday in the regular season is a day off for the players, but with the game being Saturday, no day off here. uh, You know, and the Browns spoke yesterday. Kevin Stefanski does not usually speak on Tuesdays, but he did today. And uh, that's why I want to do the podcast later in the afternoon as opposed to in the morning a lot of times where I do it uh, because we do we definitely have some important updates from Tuesday. Let's start with uh, one of the biggest ones, and that's Dustin Hopkins. We know Dustin Hopkins 
uh, has been one of the best kickers in the NFL. He has been huge for the Browns. They picked him up for a seventh round pick from the Chargers, and he has been worth a whole lot more than that. Dustin Hopkins has been absolutely phenomenal. He's missed two field goals all year. He has not missed over 50. He's only missed two extra points. He's made every big kick that the Browns have needed him for in every big spot. But unfortunately, Dustin Hopkins, who hurt his hamstring three weeks ago, um, will be out. He or is, I shouldn't say 100 percent, but Kevin Stefanski speaking today said, quote, he will most likely be out for the Texans game, which means Riley Patterson, who the Browns picked up. Uh, he's been on the practice squad the last couple of weeks, filling in for Dustin Hopkins. He missed a field goal in his first game, made his only field goal this past game. Uh, Riley Patterson, he kicked for, obviously, for Detroit earlier in the season. He will be the Browns, or most likely be the Browns' starting kicker in Saturday's game. Now, there's no way you could have as much faith in Riley Patterson as you would in Dustin Hopkins. Doesn't mean he won't make his kicks. But from a decision-making perspective from Kevin Stefanski, it's something to look for in this game. Kevin Stefanski is aggressive by nature. He likes to go for fourth downs. He will uh, often in the past pass up on what some people would describe as a taking the point situation to go for a first down or a touchdown. With Dustin Hopkins, he went away from that a little bit. There were more times where he attempted field goals, a couple of times where he attempted field goals where I think in the past he would not have. And that's because Dustin Hopkins became so clutch and he had 100% faith in him to make those kicks. Not the case. There's no way he has that same level of, of um, confidence in Riley Patterson. And so I expect that to potentially be a factor in this game. It's something to look out for. Uh, so that, you know, so that's a negative, There's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is. Hopefully if the Browns take care of business and beat the Texans, hopefully they'll get them back the next week. Uh, now it's certainly not a positive sign that he's basically been ruled out on Tuesday. That doesn't give me a ton of hope for next week, but you know, listen, and then up, they wouldn't play the next game for at least, uh, 11 days from now, maybe 12, um, and so we'll hold out hope for that. First, you got to get there. But uh, obviously not great news here. Uh, hopefully, Riley Patterson can get the job done. Now, let's talk about some other guys who have either missed time or got banged up in the last game. Let's start at, uh, at, at wide receiver. Uh, for the Browns at wide receiver, Cedric Tillman, who uh, went in concussion protocol after a hit against the Bengals on Sunday, uh, he remains in cu concussion protocol and was not at practice. Kevin Stefanski, though, said, quote, I'm feeling really good about the rest of the wide receivers. Now, Amari Cooper, who you remember, did not play on Thursday night, the Thursday night football game against the Jets, and of course didn't play this weekend against the Bengals, did not practice today. However, the fact that Kevin Stefanski, who really doesn't give you much in these press conferences, said he feels really good about the rest of the wide receivers outside of Tillman, who sounds like is trending towards not playing, although I think a lot of fans right now don't want him to play with his poor route running that we've seen the last bunch of weeks. Uh, that makes gives me a lot of confidence that Amari Cooper dealing with the late, obviously he hurt his ribs earlier in the season, about that midway point. 
And he more recently uh, had the heel injury that kept him out of the Jets game. It sounds like he's trending, even though he didn't practice today, towards being able to play this Sunday. I, I was surprised that he didn't play against the Jets. I will be floored beyond belief if Amari Cooper does not play in this game. That would be a huge problem. Uh, but fortunately, it sounds like he's going to be able to go. Uh, let's talk about the backup quarterback situation. Hopefully something we will not have to worry about at all. Uh, last week, Jeff Driscoll got the start ahead of P.J. Walker. He did not play well. Now it was a situation where they were playing with a bunch of backups against uh, a pretty good starting lineup and uh, or a decent starting lineup in Cincinnati. And uh, so, yeah, you got to take that with a grain of salt. When Kevin Stefanski was asked today about the backup quarterback situation, he said, quote, we're working through all of that. So even if uh, uh, it's possible the decision's been made, uh, but he's not sharing that with the rest of us. Maybe he hasn't even made the decision yet. Who knows? Hopefully it will not matter. Hopefully every offensive snap the Browns take this year in the playoffs will be with Joe Flacco under center or some gadget play and not, I don't if, if PJ Walker or uh, Driscoll have to play for the Browns, we've got uh, huge problems. So hopefully it won't matter in the end. I, I, I guess I'm leaning. I've kind of been talked into leaning towards PJ Walker as the backup. I think it's pretty much a toss up though. Neither guy is any good. Uh, another guy didn't practice today. Kareem Hunt, not a shocker. He's missed a lot of early week practices this year. I expect Kareem Hunt to be able to go. He didn't play this past week. He has not missed a game due to injury and coming off the street at the, you know, early in the season after Nick Chubb got hurt, he has been durable, reliable. He's been banged up and he's played through it all. And he's played a very important, he's not great, but he's been great in his role. And, um, uh, and it's been an important role. He's been the short yardage goal line guy. He's done that effectively. And uh, I would expect him to be ready to play this week. Uh, finally, let's go to, well, one other running back note. Pierre Strong did not practice. The Browns will uh, probably add another running back to the active roster because it's Pierre Strong got, had, got carded into the locker room last week. It was a back injury. It doesn't sound good for him at this moment, so we'll see what they do in terms of adding a third back to the roster, whether it's somebody off the street now or the or, or um, thinking about. I can't even think of who's on the practice squad right right now for the Browns at running back. I think they have one. Let me look it up. Oh, John Kelly, that, that he's been around for the last couple of years. We've seen him in uh, the preseason a lot. I forgot he was there, so we could see him uh, get called up for this game. Uh, in addition to the uh, kicker, Riley Patterson. So um, actually, Riley Patterson's been added to the active roster now. So they wouldn't. So they'll, they'll call up Kelly and we'll see what else they do. I, I assume you're not going to want to go with just two running backs on the roster. So either either the call up Kelly from the practice squad or, you know, I mean, at this point, you could you could sign a free agent that's out there if you like them as a third back. I mean, it's not like you need that much time, you know, probably not going to play much, if at all. But you want to have that third back there in case, you know, Kareem, something happens with Kareem Hunt. Obviously, he's been banged up. Jerome Ford's been banged up at times this year. So that's a factor as well. Now, finally, to the secondary. Uh, Juan Thornhill and Greg Newsom did not practice today. Um, 
Greg Newsom, we haven't heard of anything new, so I assume he's he's going to be all right. Uh, Kevin Stefanski did say today that Grant Delpit could come off the injured could come off of injured reserve this week. Uh, this past Sunday was his fourth game on injured reserve. He's been fighting to try to come back. We saw Agbo Karankwo come back last week and play a little bit. He's going to be good to go with the harness. He actually practiced today, uh, so we'll see about the safeties, the starting safeties in the beginning of the year, Delpit Thornhill, both question marks as to whether they're going to play this week. Obviously the guys who have filled in led by DeAnthony bell, uh, Ronnie Hickman have done a a stellar job in filling in. And so you feel good if both Thornhill and Delpit can't go Uh, Deron Harmon as well has done a nice job filling in. They've really a secondary top to bottom has done a t- tremendous job, uh, you know, through the depth, including Cam Mitchell and Mike Ford at, at the corner. So that's the latest on the Browns injuries. Um, I think the the bottom line here is uh, we're not going to see Dustin Hopkins. That's a big deal. The other guys who are trending towards not playing, Pierre Strong, Cedric Tillman, not huge deals, but they're guys who play. I mean, Pierre Strong's the third back. Cedric Tillman, you know, Elijah Moore is back, which is good. He's going to play. He played a little last week. But Cedric Tillman's still, even with Elijah Moore, your third receiver. So we'll see if the Browns do anything in terms of free agency. The Dolphins signed a free agent today. We'll keep an eye on that and uh, update you on, on the podcast Thursday and certainly update you on UCSS on Wednesday. But uh, as of now... This is what they're dealing with. But the biggest deal in terms of the injuries for the Browns is Dustin Hopkins. You'd like to see Delpit and Thornhill come back this week. I think they're okay without those guys. But, you know, you listen, you want all, all hands on deck if you can get them. Getting Ogbo back, getting Elijah Moore back. Um, and I think Kareem Hunt's going to be okay. Looks like Amari Cooper's going to be okay. That's It's all really good news. Now, let's look at the Texan side of things. For the Texans... Let's look at their wide receiver situation. We know their top wide receiver, Tank Dell, who's also a rookie, uh, he got hurt about a month or maybe six weeks ago. He's out for the year. So uh, Nico Collins, who had been there two, is now there one. He's done a great job. He's had an excellent season. Very good wide receiver, about 1,300 yards. I stand by what I said. I know I pissed people off in Houston, not as much as my man G. Bush, but uh, I said he was good, not great. I don't think he's great. He's not an elite wide receiver. He's a very good wide receiver. Not dissing him. I'm just saying he's not, you know, he's not Jamar Chase. He's not um, Justin Jefferson. He's not Tyree Kill. He's not in that class. But he's a really good receiver who was developed this year with a good quarterback for the first time. He hadn't done much in his first two seasons. So he's their key guy. But Tank Dell gone for the year. They're, with him gone, their second and third receivers have been Noah Brown, uh, guy's been around a while, but has had his best season. And Robert Woods, the veteran, has been around forever. Both of those guys did not play last week. And both of those guys did not practice today. Now, it's early. It's only Tuesday. And apparently, Robert Woods was a game-time decision last week, so he was close. But that's something big to keep an eye on in terms of the Texans. They're number two and three wide receivers. Both missed last week and both did not practice today. Also on the offense for the Texans, they're starting all-pro left tackle Laramie Tunsil and right guard Shaq Mason both didn't practice, although both are expected to play. On the defensive side of the ball, they are very banged up on the defensive line. Their entire starting defensive line, Will Anderson and Jonathan Grenard on the outside, 
uh, Malik Collins and Sheldon Rankins on the inside. All four guys have been banged up, and none of those four guys practiced on Tuesday. Neither did the veteran rotational defensive end and Jerry Hughes. So I think most, if not all, those guys will play. Will Anderson's been really banged up, the rookie defensive end. He He's had multiple injuries over the last few weeks. And Grenard, we know, got hurt against the Browns a few weeks ago. So we'll keep an eye on their D-line. And their, I think the, the two offensive linemen that are hurt, those guys are going to be fine. Tunsil's playing through injury. He's going to play. But we'll keep an eye on their wide receivers and their defensive line, which is big for the, the Texans, no doubt, protecting their young stud quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Finally, uh, we know it is a uh, time of the year where a lot of coaches get fired, a lot of general managers get fired. Well, today, the Titans made a move that I think is pretty stupid, firing Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel, one-time coach of the year, well over 500 for a Titans team that has, hasn't had a good quarterback the entire time he's been there. They got the most out of their roster. Uh, they went to the playoffs consistently his first four years. They had the one run to the AFC Championship game, I think, in his second year, second or third year. And then they lost in the first round as higher seeds the two years after that. I thought this cheat, this team under Vrabel the first four years un, uh, overachieved. And I think the last two years, they've lost some of the talent they've had. Some of their guys have gotten older and not as effective. And he's not the GM. So I, I can't blame him much. Now, they lost 24 of the last uh, 32 games he coached. Um, I'm sorry. They lost 16 of the last 24 games he coached. And nine of the 10... Nine of his last 10 uh, division matchups. So that's bad. And overall, a two and three record in the playoffs. But Mike Vrabel got the most out of that talent when they had some. And he's an excellent coach. And why you would fire him, I have no idea. I assume there'll be a lot of teams banging down his door to try to get him to go. Uh, the Chargers maybe going back to the Patriots if the Patriots do fire Bill Belichick. Obviously, he was is most known for being a Patriot. Uh, but one other option, how about the Ohio State Buckeyes? Now, I don't know Mike Vrabel personally. I know uh, Jay Crawford, who I, of course, work with on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, knows him. And I know at one point he wanted to be a head coach at his alma mater. Now, things have changed in the last few years, and coaching college football has become a challenge with 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 the NIL and the um, and the transfer portal. And I... I have no sympathy for anybody. Uh, the players are getting screwed for years, so I'm I'm happy that they can do whatever the hell they want. But it's a I wouldn't want to coach. It'd be a pain in the ass. And so Mike Vrabel may have no interest at this point in going back to his alma mater, and he takes obviously takes a lot of pride in being a Buckeye. Ryan Day is a good coach, but he he's not a great coach, and he has failed in most of the big moments he's had. If I were Ohio State. I would make a ridiculous offer to Mike Vrabel to try to get him to come home. I'd probably offer him a five-year, $100 million contract, which uh, I think on a yearly basis would by far be the biggest contract in the history of college football, I believe. So I'd offer, make him some ridiculous offer to try to get him to come home. Will it work? I don't know, especially if he has opportunities. In the end, college football is minor league football. It's good. The rivalries matter. It's exciting, but it's less less what it used to be. And a lot of people don't like like it as much as they used to. I've never been a huge college football game fan, so and I'm a much bigger NFL fan, so I'm a little biased. I wouldn't go to college if I were him, but if anybody can get him to college, the only team is Ohio State. But there'll be NFL teams that will be interested in him, and 
Mike Vrabel will be a head. I'll be shocked if he's not a head coach somewhere for the 2024-25 season. And hopefully the Buckeyes can offer him a boatload. Back up the truck. Get the Brinks truck out there. Got a lot of rich alums at Ohio State. Let's go. Offer him an absurd contract. All right, that's it for today's podcast. Again, please hit the subscribe button. I really appreciate everybody watching and listening. Please hit the subscribe button. Give me the thumbs up for a like. Means a lot to me. Means a lot to the podcast. Uh, So always uh, be with me here. You'll get your alerts for whenever we do a new podcast. We did a live event uh, a couple weeks ago. We got it working on another one either later this week or next week. I'll let you know. Uh, always check me out on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show as well. Uh, weekdays 11 to 1. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks to Brian Monzo for producing. Where else but right here in the bullpen with Adam the Bull. See you, everybody. Brought to you by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.